You can hide behind that beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Show, show some commitment, bro. There's nothing. I can't hide behind facial hair. I don't have sounds, any. Sounds like a yeah, How yeah. can you quit something you can't even do? That's that's what this country does. Shames you for things you can't control. No, it doesn't. The, this country doesn't shame you for anything. Everybody's right all the time. Oh, my God. You know, every, nobody yeah, gets shamed. Everybody I, thinks they're very intelligent and special and all that. That's, that's clearly not the case. I, without a doubt, have my father's pelican yep. flap. Yep. Wow. Neck, pelican flap. Whatever the... His neck flap, for oh. sure. Oh, I, I thought we were talking about your foreskin all of a sudden. Hi, Clementine. How are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I'm a, I'm a white guy <laughs> born in Southern Clementine. California. Yes, I, in that Ooh, picture, Clementine. I was surprised how much I look like my dad. My dad wore glasses, and glasses that looked a lot like those frames of Sister, whoever it is. Oh, yeah, the, he sister had the old, uh, CBS frames. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, he always wore bifocals and all that, but I was surprised. I was like, holy shit. Fuck, man. I'm you just, are your father's son. I'm just fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ugly. This is a new, a new low here. We've, um, you know, we've burrowed through. <laughs> yeah, might as well just accept the truth, man. You're fucking ugly? Is yeah, that, I'm I wouldn't ugly go that far, brother. The mediocrity Tanks. is just oozing out of me. That's one thing, but... <sighs> calm down, calm down. I'm not calming. I'm, I'm calm. I'm so <laughs> calm. I haven't achieved anything in life. I'm just like, oh, well. Clem. Whatever, man. Get out of the bathroom. To, uh, oh, she you get a drink bitch. out of the No, she's yeah. going to dig in the trash. Do you want me to go shut the door? No, it's fine. Uh, I don't think we have any... I'll play you the video later if you want, but... My God, dude, your feet stink today. Yep. Uh, Dry fit wow. socks, bro. Yeah, oh. Dry fit everything you wear, wear it for a day, dude. It smells like shit at the end of the day. Wow. Yep. Mm. Yeah, he has no common courtesy. So. I don't give a fuck about this guy. You should. No, just across the I'm board. A I'm, a, I'm no, a vag. No, I have plenty of courtesy. Uh, I'll play you the video later, but... I, this dude that I saw at the Chatterbox last night fucking killed me. He had the, you know, like when a comedian has an awkwardness and there's like a long lull in between and you don't know if like it's just him panicking because he thinks he's bombing or it's part of his like shtick or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, she just has a long pause. Yeah, so he, he started his set. He's like, a little bit about me. I have a toe fetish. And no one laughed. And then he sat there for what felt like an eternity. And then he goes, it just really turns me on to watch people get their cars taken away. <laughs> and like, it was all really stupid ass yeah. jokes like that. But for whatever reason, just in that moment, it killed me every single time. But yeah, he has this uh, impression of a DJ ordering pizza that's, that I'll show you. Uh, okay. I'll show you later. Yeah, it's great. It's so awesome. Sounds like it. Yeah, it's yeah. riveting Almost stuff. Almost as cool as Nate. Well, that's where you're wrong, friend. There's nothing cool about me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So it's not cool, is what Daniel means. If you're going to equate Are it to Are you trying me, to pretend like you don't think you're cool? I'm not cool. There's nothing cool about me. If you didn't think so. 
I, you, you wouldn't carry yourself I, in, I, in the manner I, in which you carry yourself. I don't really carry myself in any way. Yeah? No. You do. I, I you carry do myself. carry yourself a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it's because I have a spine. Or maybe you drag yourself <laughs> a certain way. <laughs> I have to carry myself you because drag, I have a spine. You drag but yourself no, I mean, the way, way you whatever, present whatever yourself. You wanna... I don't have any presentation of self. It's all... Yeah, you do. It's yeah. all made up, man. No. You you go out and you purchase a tire that fits your aesthetic that you're a trying to A funny thing is, is I don't buy to... any of my own clothes. They're either gifts or somebody else buys them for me. Isn't that a gift? Mm, not necessarily. <laughs> Or someone so, makes listen, you go you can't out and like, yourself you out of these clothes. Look, I'm going to buy just you some clothes. You, I don't go out and buy clothes on my own. Okay. Yeah, well, that doesn't so affect the, the way that you choose to present yourself to the world. Well, I, I just, you go, I you have go what with I someone have. and you're like, hey, how does, this, how does this make my butt look? And then, you know, they tell you. And you get it or you don't. Well, I think my entire face looks like a butt, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter what my butt looks it's like. It's my face. I'm the epitome of a butt face. Can't grow hair, nope. except around the hole. Just like a random pimple here and there, like an yeah. ass cheek. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's exactly what it is. Oh, good lord! What are we? What? What are we? Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Easty Boys podcast. Oh, we're dead inside. Uh, well, yeah, along with that. <laughs> uh, but who fucking has the nerve not to be at this point? Um. This is episode Pete 45. Buttigieg. If you haven't tuned in before, this is a craft beverage review podcast where three complete morons drink alcoholic beverages from all over the world and give our less than worthless opinion about them. My name is Daniel. I work at a microbrewery in Southern California. This is Nate, the, ch- the chipper fella. <laughs> the ugly butt face chipper really, fella over I'm here. Really, it's a great Monday. He's an educator. At a Cal State University here in Southern California. Please don't take my class. <laughs> and then we have Moose, who is an assistant brewer yep. at a microbrewery. Mm-hmm. So uh, he tells us about beer sometimes. sometimes. And he also picks the beer that we drink, and me and Nate have no idea what we're drinking until... But I do know one thing. It when it hits his lips, it will be, this is nice. It will more than likely nice. be nice. some form of hazy IPA two times out of four. Or a or a fifty percent. If he's or more. If he's feeling really like dour and wants to get my ass all riled up, it'll be a cider or a saison or some kind of sour. You like saisons? I like some saisons. There's not much. Well, hey, what are we drinking? Let's start with our uh, New England IPA. Here you go. Okay. First New England IPA. Central Standard Brewing Company, Wichita, Kansas, Ooh. 161 miles north of OKC. Central Standard Brewing crafts a wide range of beers. Some tried and true standards, while others are overtly unique. Our goal is to provide creative, flavorful, and interesting experiences not available at just any brewery. Utilizing the area's only oak, utilizing the area's only oak fermentation vessels, our fooders and punchins. Give us the ability to create unique sours and wild ales. Oh no! Speciality <laughs> of CSB. Today we are drinking Friend of a Friend 2017. It is a wild farmhouse with Kansas peaches. Kansas peaches. You guys ever been to Kansas? 
No. I drove through. I've never even driven through. It's very flat. Yeah. I remember nothing for a long time. Nebraska Uh, and Kansas are the twin ugly sisters of the Midwest states. Okay. They're just not pretty states. I mean, I never felt like they necessarily were. But the only reason I ever found out about Wichita as existing as a place was Xavier McDaniel, when he played in the NBA, went to Wichita State. Awesome. The X-Man. Whoever the fuck that is. Hey, man, he played for the Seattle Supersonics and the New York Knicks. The Shockers. The Shockers. Yep. Um, From Tavor, Central Standard Brews, friend of a friend with wild yeast for rustic fruity notes and barnyard funk. And the Kansas peaches are pickled locally to get them at their dripping with juice ripest. Then this combination of succulent peaches and fruity funk is amplified from aging in oak for seven months. Um, Peaches are one of the most delicate fruits, and it takes time and patience to imbue a beer with the tangy flesh that gushes with juice in every bite. That was sexual. Kind of was. It's like a romance novel. Uh, Thanks. I like the shape of this bottle. Me too. I've gotten a few bottles shaped like that. I'd love it. Fat bottom, and it curved to a very narrow, long neck. All right. Let's see what's up here. Have you had this yet? No, I have not. I do have one more bottle of it, though. Okay. Um. Okay. It's not that sour. It's also not that peachy. I was going to say that next. <laughs> so, it's not very uh, peachy. Not a lot of stone fruit. Well, the back end a little bit. Get more peach. Oh, shit. Tavor is not working for me. Tavor yeah, is not working. Tavor. Tavor, pay attention to this small podcast, please. Yeah, I'm waiting for like a distinct something that I don't. It's um pretty dry. Just kind of sour the it's whole kinda, way it's through. Just, it's just like a dry. It's a very dry sour ale. Yeah, and it's not and it's not very sour. It's not yeah, terribly it's sour. I like the name Central Central Standard Brewing. Yeah, I like that a lot actually. Me too. Yeah, real simple to the point, branding. I think it like works for, like if you're doing kind of barrel aged stuff. Like it sounds like they are. It's like interesting. Branding totally fits. You know, it makes sense that there's a brewery down there. There's probably a few in Wichita. It being a, a college, college town. town. Yeah. So, you know, that's where you're getting a lot of uh, these popping up. If it's not a dense urban area, so did you uh, swirl the bottle a little bit? See yeah. if we get maybe there's some like get them in the college towns. That's why I bet you, I mean, we talk about Columbus a lot, like with Hoof Hearted and all that, and we've had other places, oh, yeah. other and, things from there. And like, isn't Columbus real south, like, and just across the river is Kentucky? No, isn't that Columbus. Seattle? That's uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, that's Cincinnati. Yeah, Columbus yeah. isn't around anything. Columbus, Columbus has some good ones. Columbus is further north, right? Cincinnati has a lot of good ones, too. Yeah, I mean, so these, but Columbus is more known as a college town. You know, yeah, yeah, Ohio yeah. State. Well, and that's like one of the largest, if not the largest Public state. I think it is the public pu- university in the nation. I think it it's is either the that one or Texas. It's between the two of them. It would be between them and Texas. But I think last I checked, like Texas undergrad population is something like sixty-five thousand. 
So I wonder... I know Ohio State's huge. Yeah, it's fucking, uh, that's massive. When you're making a farmhouse ale and you put fruit in it and then you can't really taste the fruit, I'm assuming that's because they let it ferment for too long or... Because I don't understand why you not would... Not put enough fruit in it? Maybe. It could be, could that. be not, not put enough fruit in it. It could be... I mean, you know, this this has a good funkiness to it, so maybe sure. there was more bacteria that added... Because yeah. yeah. everything... I've, I've never done a sour now. Well, that's making me pretty Speaking sour. Speaking of sours... Um, Jesus. <laughs> from what I understand is, like, it's a little bit shooting from the hip when you add the bacteria. You're not exactly sure... It has yeah, a mind of its own. Yeah, it's you know, a bacteria. It's, it's a culture, so you could add the same mm. amount one time, from what I understand, and the same amount a second time, mm. and get differing vastly results. Vastly different. Yeah. Like, it doesn't necessarily vastly, but like but, this one could taste stronger, like Brett, than this one does, or Lacto, or whatever, whatever right. you're using. So I think it's kind of a hard thing to really control and master. Come in and try our new uh, coronavirus farm ale. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fruit with uh, <laughs> yeah, we put the corona bacteria. We, we, we put the uh, bat breast meat in the oh, bat. Yeah. So was it a snake or a bat? I thought it was a bat. I thought, I thought I so too. But then multiple people are saying a snake now. Well, what's that other thing that looks like an armadillo? Peng- pangolin. Oh pangolin? yeah, 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 yeah. Someone said it was like that, but then they're like, no, it's Who not the, the pangolin. Fuck is he eating? I don't even know. Until this very moment, I had no idea what a fucking pangolin is. It's Asia's armadillo. Yeah, basically. yeah. Pangadillon. Pangolin. 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 They seem like yeah. a little Pangolin. more of a badass armadillo. Yeah, they, they look pretty they look fucking cool. Gnarly. They're communist. <laughs> they look They're like communist a, armadillos. They look like a Pokemon. Anyway, back to your question, though. I'm, you know, I don't know, do Kansas peaches taste less peachy than, like, what you're familiar with for peach? I guess. So, like... You know, I'm not terribly familiar with them. Maybe they have more of a tartness to it, and maybe that's enhancing the tartness. Mm. I don't I, know. I it, it could be that they didn't put enough in. It could be that they didn't get them at their like ripest stage. I would imagine or, a. You know, I mean, Kansas, you read that whole thing about them pickled, and so they're sweeter or whatever. A Kansas peach would saying. be flat, nondescript, like the state itself. Hmm, sure. Dry. Not much. Pithy. Pithy. What's the matter with Camlin, uh, with Kansas? Just like Thomas Frank, that book from a million years ago, because it became like the Republican uh, model for what they wanted to do with the rest of the state, and essentially the entire state went fucking bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here well, we are. They're like, oh, it's all free markets, all that, and they just fucking cratered, 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 cratered. Speaking of bacteria. How about a parasite, huh? Oscars? Uh, yeah. Did you watch that shit, No, I Nate? haven't watched you it yet. You fucking so. loser. I need to watch it still. I did see 1917 yesterday, and I'm a little, like, that dude's directing was really good, dude. It's like one shot. I've heard it's really good. It's fu- The way he shoots it is, like, super awesome. Sam Mendes is a very good director. Really good, yeah. The I was fact, a little surprised that he didn't win it. The fact that you, he's parasite. already won one, I think. A sociologist in our present. What? Hasn't seen fucking Parasite. I'm sorry, man. I just haven't been watching a lot of film. <laughs> I sent you a fucking link for free. I understand that. But guess what? I like to ignore things you send me. That's true. Because it's you. Yeah, that's true. I don't blame fair you. All right. I think that's a very fair, fair stance. I, hey, I can't hate on you for that either. <laughs> All right. So. But here we are. A, a, f- a foreign film winning Best Picture for the first time ever. Yep. 
And uh, unlike, you know, however many years ago it was where they first started, uh, like, rallying against, like, representation and whatnot. What was that? Like, four or five years ago? When America got woke. Right. But and was then that when the there was, like, areas. no one black, like... Oh, there wasn't even a person of color, I don't think, yeah. in general. Yeah, that was the well, uh, Oscar so white. Yeah. Like, hashtag And then campaign. the very next Wait, year, it, year, it was almost, in, like, overcompensation. Wasn't yeah. it the year NW, NWA came out? I don't Maybe. remember. I think it was that year, because they were like, dude, like, one of those guys should have gotten nominated. And then and the like, next year, it was, like, Moonlight. The, the next yeah. year, it was yeah. fucking one. crazy. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, Marshall so Ali one. now you're trying to, like, overcompensate now. Let's take her easy. Yeah. Like and then what was, what was like? last year? Fucking uh, the Green, Green Book? Book? God, that movie. Uh, he was good in that movie, though. I, I didn't see it. The fucking fact, like... I'm I'm disturbed. I haven't seen it, and I've asked people who have seen it. Do they? Ex- they don't really explain what the Green Book is. Though. They vaguely mention it. Seeing that, that they like the, hand to the guy, you're like, oh, you're gonna need this. It's the Green Book. He's the, like, what's this? And they're like, oh, it's the places he can. Oh, he's like, oh, well, like for only black people. And they're like, yeah, it's correct. And then they just move on with the movie. The fact yeah. that he's there's a whole scene where v, what's his name Vigo oh. has to explain what fried chicken is. I was like, get the fuck out of here this shit. The guy had never eaten fried chicken before. Fuck that, dude. Why? I, I, look, I have no stance on this. I, <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen it. I'm just... I think that the uh, Green Book should have been explained more. In the actual book nature. itself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah, the, I agree. the entire movie was based on that. Yeah. Was Well, I mean, named on it. So... Was La La Land two years ago? Is that no, La La Land's or? been... Gosh, maybe five. Maybe five already. Or it's coming up on four or five, yeah. yeah. Is that the one I'm thinking of? I don't know. That Whatever happened that year, I was like, man, movies are shit. Because that's, that pile of trash, even being in a discussion, is like, okay. We're, this. Okay, so you could make the same <laughs> argument about yesterday. Hollywood loves movies that reference themselves... Uh-huh. And musicals. La La Land fits that description, right? Yeah. A musical. Right? Okay. Referencing Hollywood. So, so what yesterday, happened yesterday? Renee Zellweger won Best for Actress for doing an impression of Judy Garland, mm-hmm. right? Amer- so, like, Hollywood loves, well, loves impressions. If you impersonate somebody in a film you're very likely to be nominated for an yeah. academy award if not win yeah if not win happens all the time all the time i don't pay attention enough they love impressions and they love impressions that are about celebrities in their own field mm-hmm. love that shit mm. that's just like we didn't know it's just self-reflecting that's what it is anyways because from all accounts the judy garland film was very poorly made Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, I didn't know much about it actually. To be there honest, there was no cats. There was no cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey man, there's that cricket again. Well, it's, it's probably it's a different. Hanging one. strong, oh. dude. I don't know, Jiminy. It looks like Jiminy. Boy, oh boy. Um. Speaking of beverages from around the world. Okay. We're going to brewery Verheg. Oh yeah. Enzigim, Belgium. 82 kilometers west of Bruxelles. It's pretty close to the border of uh, northeast France and Belgium. Um, Brewery Verheg. Vicht 
is a small family-owned brewery in the southwest of the province of West Flanders, Belgium. The history of the brewery dates back to 1885. Brewery Verheg was founded as a brewery maltery by Paul Verheg. Most of the Belgian breweries of this time organized their sales in the immediate vicinity of the brewery. In this sense, we can say that Verheg Brewery already showed great commercial activity in the previous period to the Great War. This is also probably translated, so who knows how good it is. <laughs> um, through a railway line linking Vict with Bruxelles, Bruxelles, the Verheg Brewery was able to sell a significant part of its production on the Brussels market. At the outbreak of the First World War, Paul responded to the call of the Belgian government to Paul resist the German the ocu- occupation <laughs> economically by stopping the production. The refusal of brewing during the war was responded in turn by the Germans by the Germans by the dismantling of the brewery. Yeah, fucking Germans. So after, German. <laughs> after four years of inactivity, the brewery had lost all its customers in Brussels and was put in front of the investment of a whole new production equipment. All right. In the post-war period, the brewery remained binded regionally and adapted to new trends in the market. The first brews of... The first brews of beer of low fermentation by the brewery date from this period. The brewery was focused also on the improvement of the quality of its existing beer. Um, at the present time, Verheg Brewery feels itself confined in its earlier choice. A little less, but better. Not only in Belgium, but also far outside the Belgian borders. The consumer prefers more and more beers of high quality with a unique identity. The commercial success of the Duchess of Burgundy beer is the best proof. The Duchess of Burgundy is a red-brown of West Flanders, matured in oak casks, and is brewed according to an ancient method that is geographically linked with the southwest province of West Flanders. Today, we are drinking chocolate Duchess cherry. Oh, Jesus. Um, and my phone's not working, so I can't get on Tavor. So it is a chocolate cherry ale? Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Wow, is my phone just never going to turn on again? There we go. So it, there it goes. It's got to... I like that hue. Yeah. Pretty bad branding. As far as... uh, Bad meaning bad or bad meaning good. Bad meaning bad. Well, it's probably old school as fuck. Uh, I mean, it has a... Kind of like a Renaissance style painting of a a girl with a bird on her hand. A duchess? uh, Yeah, that's the least of the problems here. (laughs) The font choices are an atrocity. Well, I know your aesthetic proclivities, and um, mm-hmm. Carry I, on. Can't, I can't trust your judgment here. Okay. I haven't seen the uh, font yet. Oh, the font is shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fucking garbage. <laughs> Ooh, man, it smells chocolatey. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Wow. It smells like... It smells like my least favorite C's candy in the box. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it also smells like uh, those store-bought cakes, like when you unearth it from the uh, plastic. Oh, yeah. That's uh, watered-down cherry Coke. Oh, my God, it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that it is... smells like Deucerona to me. 
Whoa, I don't yeah, even know what decent. There's nothing is. real tasting. Like chocolate tastes fake. The cherry the tastes fake. Wait. Oh. Ooh. Wow. That's a bad. That's a bad beer. <laughs> oh boy. Oof. Maybe Germany was onto something when they <laughs> when they dismantled this. <laughs> oh yeah, it's getting like cough syrupy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, can't, I got nothing from Tavor. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's, that's wow. Tough. That's a tough one. Jeez. You know, do you remember those cough drops? They weren't even really cough drops because they didn't have eucalyptus. Like they, the Halls they were, ones? No, they were just these cherry cough drops that no... They were basically like lifesavers because they had no menthol or... Uh, or like... Wow. Echinacea or yeah, some shit like that in it. It, it tastes like those. Yeah, that's... This uh, is definitely in the lower... That's not good at all. that we've ever had. Oh, yeah, for it sure. It definitely tastes like the base for like a Robitussin or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know. Not a good at good all. Here. Man, if you wanted to put codeine in this, I'd drink it. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah. Give me the lean. Yeah. This is... Woo. Ah, good lord. This is 6.82 alcohol percentage? Holy hell. I don't even, I don't like cherry and chocolate together anyways, so that doesn't help. But, uh, yeah. Is your internet down? No, oh, I, I had to get new equipment, so it's a different Wi-Fi. Oh, that's why I can't get anything on Tavor. Yeah, ew. It's the uh, AF5G network. AFOG, um, all right. Wow, and, let's do let's do uh, uh, some uh, housekeeping on air. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Check this out. You, I feel like there was more to, to say. I was going to say something about. Oh, I was talking to my class about a parasite, and I was like, "You see what happens? You see what's cool about art and like creation is that it can transcend language, and you know this this amazing film is speaking about." A culture that we can't not relate to really at all in a lot of respects. But we can. Uh, this is just a proliferation of K-pop. <laughs> Fuck off. But Wait, yeah, you so don't think that that coincides with it a bit? What? K-pop is very I mean, popular. I, I don't think you could say one way or... I don't think you can disagree it, with it fully. I would say it makes people more open to yeah. having sure, already sure. been more... Uh, uh, predisposed to K-pop. From, yeah. So you're saying that our exposure to K-pop... I'm not saying anything. Don't put words in my mouth. You are saying something. I'm not saying anything. I'm just making... Then what the fuck were I'm you just making, I'm, I'm making a... You with my I'm making a uh, discussion point. Okay, so That's you're all. throwing a, a statement out there. That's right. I never stand behind anything I say. Fuck you. Don't say it at all then. What? This guy, oh, this guy so stands you, for everything. you think the, the reason why America is, is so accepting of Parasite is because we like K-pop? I think it's a factor. I'm not saying it's a definitive factor, but it makes you more predisposed to something from that country or that culture well, because you you've been pre, pre, uh, predisposed I mean, to that. I mean, I don't think that the, 
just slivered on the pie it. chart, <laughs> it would be so minuscule. But I don't know what I don't know how you can quantify the effect, but I don't think you can deny that there is some yeah the correlation. I'm not quantifying anything. The teenagers listening because I, I, I don't I don't believe in physics. Shut the fuck up. The t- the the teenagers in this country listening to K-pop weren't running to the theaters to watch Parasite. I don't think. Okay. So, I mean, I think this is just like an undeniable film. And also, yes, but I think a lot of people Hollywood were, has a woke problem. People were. This like, shows how progressive. And I thought they about are. that. I was like, man, if this movie sucked, then I would be like, fucking, what is going on? But it's, I mean, it's not even like a, a bias at all. Like it just is a great movie. Just when you I f- love foreign film. Just when you think you have it figured out, you absolutely fucking do not. Look, I like Bong Ho's fucking other shit that I've seen. Mm. So I've already watched his films, else, and I know. What else has he done? Snowpiercer. Oh, he was Snowpiercer. Yeah, he directed okay. that. So uh, we've talked a lot about that yeah. movie lately. So, yeah. What I th- else I thought was interesting about the, and I didn't watch it or anything. Just read up on it, uh-huh. but Joaquin Phoenix winning for a role that's already won an Oscar for the same role, yeah. same character, yeah. Yeah. not the same yeah. role necessarily, but the yeah. same character. Well, different. Roles, yeah. same character, I think yeah. that was an interesting, yeah, um, I mean, development. Well, Who was he up job. against? Uh, he was Adam up against Driver. Leo. Adam Driver was good. But yeah, Leo. Leo. Um, the Leo guy good, from but... Two Popes. Yeah. And uh, Antonio Banderas, yes? What was yeah. Antonio in? Uh, I don't remember the name of the film, but uh, I know he was nominated. I mean, I don't think he was up against anything that was that great that I'd seen. Well, I, I wasn't a big fan of Once Upon a Time, but I think, I think Leonardo was, was insanely great in that. I think he's really good, but... I, I only saw those two movies, and I thought that Joaquin did a better job than Leo. No, you saw three films. What was Parasite it? included. Well, but no, well, one was there, no one was nominated for Best Actor. Well, I'm just saying, of, like the Oscars and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were talking about specifically Best Actor, you I fuck. Do, I, no, that's not what I was talking that's about. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about, I found it interesting that two of the last joke, well, two out of the last three Joker roles... <laughs> Because what should have happened is that it went Heath Ledger wins an Oscar, Jared Leto should have been put to death, and then I don't know. I didn't Joaquin, watch any of that uh the Suicide Squad stuff. I I've been really out of the uh movie loop. Suicide Squad just wasn't that good. So I actually don't hate the casting of Jared Leto as the Joker. I think he has the fucking face for it. He's a. He's a pretty good actor too. He's got a very. Uh... No, he. Did you see? Uh... Oh, Dallas Buyers Club. He's great in that. He's great in that movie. He's good in Lord of War. Um, he's. Have you ever seen uh, Requiem for a Dream? Yeah, yeah, he's good. In that. Great in that. He's good. He's good in, he's that, good in movies. He was uh good in. He's uh, a good actor. I thought you were gonna say fucking Fight Bla- Club? Blade Runner, and I was gonna shoot you. But he's not in that, is he? He's yeah, barely yeah, he is. in it. He, he says like I, I, I two lines. I didn't see the new one. I didn't see the new one. He's, he's like, barely he's in it. He's almost yeah. mute. Yeah. Well, aren't we all? Um, what, what one did you say? Yeah. Not Blade Runner? You said another one? Fight Club? 
Yeah, he was decent Fight Club. He's all right. I mean, he doesn't have that big of a role in Fight Club. Yeah, it's just a bit role in that. Jordan Catalano, All the Ladies Love, My Soul Called Life, which I hated. That's where he was, like, introduced. Claire Danes. I don't know. Leap. Okay, man, fuck. I knew he was in something like that. I wanted to say it was, like... The women loved him. Loved him. Because he's, like, all mysterious and, like, oh, I'm emo before, like, the whole emo thing. He's primo. He's primo. Pre-emo. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude had a pretty good question slash joke last night. He said, what do you think moves faster, technology or society? And everyone's like, technology. He's like, oh, yeah? If someone asks you when you were a kid, what's going to come first, gay marriage or flying cars? I'm pretty sure that most of you would say flying cars. And I was like, touche. And he's like, that's probably a bad, a bad reference. He's like, so if I asked the dude in 1800, what's going to happen first, free black people or flying cars? And then like everyone started laughing and then, He's like, the answer is that dude would be like, I don't know what the fuck a, fly, a car is, <laughs> but definitely flying cars. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a car is. Wow. <laughs> thought that was a pretty interesting joke premise. Like, Not bad. What moves faster? Um, Windridge Farm, Dallas Town, PA. 30 miles west of Lancaster, 104 miles west of Philly. He's waiting for you to say stupid fucking college campus. I don't know anything that's in Dallas. Uh, Dallas Town. I don't know anything about Dallas Town. Thank you. Get the town right at least. Go Gophers (laughs) or whatever the fuck. In the windswept hills of Pennsylvania, (laughs) you'll find historic American farms that contain picturesque views of green fields and sweet-smelling orchards. Windridge Farm is a shining example of the natural beauty contained within these farms. Rustic but elegant, Windridge has the heart of a historic Pennsylvania farm with a soul that celebrates life. It is a breathtaking and ideal venue for weddings, corporate events, and other celebrations featuring a climate-controlled vaulted wooden beam barn, brewery, retail store, pub room, bridal suite, outdoor wedding chapel, and other crafty amenities. Windridge Farm's iconic mark is a scarf-wearing fox. The fox is known as an elegant, sly, and crafty animal, one that visits the farm frequently for a little elegant fun. The, this essence captures the spirit that is Windridge Farm, celebrating and enjoying life's moments with great food, crafty beverages, and good friends is what life is all about at the brewery and restaurant at Windridge Farm. I don't think the fox has ever been called elegant. Today, it's always like conniving and cunning and... Yeah. Shifty. Well, they put that in there too. Elegant, sly, and crafty. So we're drinking bourbon barrel aged imperial stout hazy <laughs> IPA. This is the first what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick any hazies today. Well, hey, look at you. Wait, what? At the end. He was just bourbon barrel aged imperial would, stout. <laughs> I would have not been looking forward um, to that shit. 13.9%. Bourbon barrel aged hazy. Really? Yeah. Oh, Actually, just, just a side note. Um, their new assistant brewer was talking to a friend that works at another brewery, and they were like, yeah, we pitched the wrong 
we pitched hazy yeast into our black IPA. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, dude, that's going to be so weird. That's in this beer? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. That's a, that's a whole... Oh, you, a whole other point. Yeah. Do you listen, Nate? No, I'm not doing a very good job today. <laughs> you were looking, I'm not, at, I'm looking very, at your fucking phone. I'm really unfocused. From Tavor. It was a near-death experience that caused Steve Groff to grab life by the barrels. The bourbon barrels, that is. <sighs> One day he was riding a bike, wind rushing through his hair, not a care in the world, when suddenly he was struck by a car. Thankfully, after a short stint in the hospital, <laughs> Steve came out fine. But the accident helped helped him realize that just precious realize just precious life is. That's a just typo. how. Yeah, right. They're missing that, and that he should spend every minute doing what he loves. Inspired, he started Pennsylvania's Windridge Farm Brewing as a place for craft fans to celebrate life and all of its happy moments. And all great celebrations call for amazing beer, like today's bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with outstanding ratings on... Who cares? This indulgent <laughs> brew was aged for nine months in a variety of freshly emptied Kentucky bourbon barrels. Every dark motor oil thick drop brims with waves of bourbon-spiked fudge and roasty espresso. You might want to call up a couple of buddies to toast with you, because this world-class stout comes with a loaded and whopping 13.9% ABV. Whopping. Whopping. It's a... Uh, is it a beastie? It's a beast, but it's, you know, surprisingly all right for good, 13. Good balance to it? Mm-hmm. A good, good nose to it. It's like right when it's about to get too boozy, you get like an oakiness and then it cuts out. I feel like I get a lot of the, like, flavors on the nose. Hmm. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be like, ah... It's, uh, yeah, right as it's over, built, overbearing and all that, but right as it starts approaching that, like yeah, you know, crazy crazy soy sauce, that's just, where I get that the oakiness. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I get the like, roasty on the back, back end. end. Yeah, yeah. I get the back end roast. That's yeah, that's, that's really good. Oasty roakiness, roasty oakiness on the back. Oh, were you gonna say oasty roakiness? I really, I, fucked <laughs> up I really wish I could love that. I really wish I could drink a lot of this kind of stuff. I just can't. I don't wish I could drink a lot of it. I wish that I could act, sit and sip a liquid, but I, I just you, guzzle. I see. The way I just you drink. dump liquid down my gullet all day yeah. long. So you're a true American. Yeah. yeah look at that. Mm-hmm. Just gluttony. Taking it all the way in. Mm-hmm. Boy. Yes, and what else, Nate? I have nothing to say. <laughs> this is what happened with the caucuses. What's going on with the caucuses? Who cares? <laughs> Nobody, those fuckers aren't going to win. Who? The Democrats? They can't even get on the same fucking page. Oh, well. All they do is talk shit about themselves. We already knew this going into it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's no viable candidate. There's no nobody to you know, like rally around or galvanize the the constituency or anything like that. Pete Buttigieg is fucking terrible. Yeah. He's awful. Yeah. He's, he's a fucking he's fucking terrible. Joe Biden. Oh, he's he's the unraveling fucking, before our eyes. I think that guy's the best. He's the best candidate we have because he's moderate. Or? No, because he's 
a piece of shit white guy. <laughs> you know, and that seems to work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then Elizabeth Warren, a woman that nobody respects or wants to listen to or anything like that. And then uh, Bernie's cool and all, but like all the Democrats fucking hate him. You know, establishment. Like everybody hates him. Every, yes, everybody fucking hates him. Yeah. I remember in 2016 after the election, um, apparently there was an article that came out. I don't know where it was, but it was from. Are you hearing the echoes? Yeah. Jeez, yeah, yeah. man, it's pretty intense. Yeah. However, um, he was, uh, or the Trump campaign was like they didn't want to um, go against him because they felt like he would have been more difficult to beat than Hillary. Than Hillary. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter, dude. Like, fucking Trump is feeling himself. That fucking news conference from last Thursday mm. after the prayer breakfast. Like, what the, the fuck, dude? The just gets up there dress. and fucking gloats and... The Pettysburg address. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's... And his base is so galvanized, man. They just, they're feeling themselves. They're like, we can do no wrong. Yeah. And then you see something like fingering the pulse with uh, uh, Jordan Klepner. And he goes out, he went out to Des Moines. Uh He was talking to Republicans. And he was like, hey, you know, like, have you read? I read the transcript. Oh, so you read the transcript. Well, I, I heard people on TV read it to me. So I've read the transcript. Was there even a transcript out there? Uh, yeah, you can find it. It's online and all that. Okay. Did you read it? I don't read anything. Shut the fuck up. I know. Yeah, it's uh, nothing. It's a perfect phone call. Why do I have to read it? <laughs> <laughs> Man, and just if you thought 2016 was a bad election year and like all that shit talking that he did. Yeah. This is going to be even worse. Yeah. Oh, without oh, a doubt. Yeah. I mean, he's so emboldened. Yeah. And empowered. And think about... And he won't ever be held accountable. That's one guy that's gone through life not having to be held accountable for anything he's done. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I think there's several politicians. And then when he starts talking <laughs> about God, he starts talking about... When he was up there on... He was like, uh, you know... Oh, I don't like people that use God, like, I'm going to pray for you or whatever. Right, and he was like, uh, I bet you Nancy Pelosi doesn't even pray. She probably doesn't even pray. I was like, motherfucker, you were cheating on your ex-wife who was pregnant with your fucking current wife. The fuck are you talking about? Or like, and he was, didn't he bone uh, Stormy Daniels while... Yeah, the porn Malia, star. Malia, uh, uh, Melania was uh, yeah, pregnant. Come on, man. Just, yeah, I think he paid for it too, didn't he? He paid. He paid her to be quiet. I thought he paid her before too. He probably paid her uh, before too. Yeah. And there was a lot of pain going on. And you know what? The evangelicals are just like, oh, it's cool, man. You know, he's a baby Christian. He's figuring it out. It's because it the, doesn't matter. Character no, doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Everything's frustrating. Well, it's their guy. And they got to stick with him. No doubt. You know, he's, he's not going to lose. No. He might so. lose the popular election again. No, he'll probably lose the popular. But he's going he's gonna to be in office again, so. 
Yeah, better fucking tighten your bootstraps there, Nate. <laughs> what do I have to lose? I'm a white male. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. Ah, oh, man. It's... And so... And so? What happens with fucking trying to figure out a way to serve a third term? I know there's certain things that can happen. No, there is he... no third terms. No, there is. What he can do is declare, like, a martial law or a state of emergency well, right. and he stays in. Sure, yeah. But... And he's like, he could do that. Yeah, of course. But I don't, how old is he? 72, 74, I think. I think he'll be dead if he gets into election. If he wins. If he'll he wins die this election. Office? Yeah, I think that might be. He just does not look. As he, as he, he unravels. Does not look healthy. As he continues to unravel mentally. The kind of shit he's going to do. Woo. Kafef. 73. He's 73 years old. So by the time he's not, like, he probably turns 74 before he gets in again. So he'll be 78 by the time that one would end. He's probably, I hope he has the same birthday as you, Nate. Uh, He's not a Leo. (laughs) He's not a Leo. I, don't know. I hope he has the same birthday as Nate. What a fucking cock. <laughs> I know. What a, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. This uh, this echo is pretty gnarly. I know. It's, it's. Oh, I think. Ooh, I don't know when the cutoff is, but this is fitting. I think he might be a cancer. <laughs> oh. He's either. So uh, it's early July? June. Oh. Oh, then he's a Gemini, right? I don't fucking know what that means. Good lord. Two-faced. Toothpaste? Yes. Isn't Gemini the twins? Yeah. Mm. Whatever, who gives a shit? Good lord. Hold on a second. Who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Who who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Whatever, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Gemini. Probably the chattiest sign in the Zodiac. Geminis are, in a way, easy to date because you could just let them do all the talking. Well, isn't that fitting? Do you want some more, Nate? Yeah, I'll take a little Open bit with the topic, any topic, and watch the Gemini roll with it. They're adaptable like that. Adapt? Is that what we call this? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude. Wow. Is this the darkest night of the year? Hearing shit like that makes this the darkest <laughs> night of the year. Well, yeah, here we with go. This 13.9 in my the dark ass. No like light gullet. will ever shine yeah, through. Yeah, dude. Black hole beer, dude. Man, yeah. what are we doing? What is there to do? What, what can be done? Nate, you need to kill the president of the United States. Yeah, that's exactly what I have to do. <laughs> this is hitting me hard. <laughs> Are you salty? I don't, I I feel not well. Not well, like I think like it's all swollen the- ankles. Not well. Old man, swollen old lady here. Yep. Yeah, my fucking kidneys right, are hurting. Let's, let's move along to our last one. It's a. It's a hazy. This one might be. Um, it's from Barry. Gotta figure out a way to cleanse the palate. <laughs> it's 
from a barrier in New York. It says India Pale. Take but it very well. Could be uh, hazy. We've had them before. They do a lot of collabs. Who is this? Barrier in New oh, York. Oh yes. Um, so this one's the Great Experiment. I th- I believe it's actually like a collab with like well, five Barrier other breweries. Barrier did the uh, hazy series right with the lawnmower on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the single yes. hop. Yes, the single hop ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had the we had the Nelson. We had the, I think we did the Citra and the Simcoe, maybe? No, no, no. It was the, uh, like, French-sounding one. The Barbrouge? I thought that was Wild Leap. No, there was, it was another one. It was like... Yeah, it was a weird name. Yeah, it was like, I can't, off the top of my head, I don't remember. Okay. But it was... Uh, Savion? Or yeah, Savion. that's it. Nelson Savion. Yeah. You said Nelson. Nelson... Yeah, I think it was... Savine. Nelson Savine. Um, sorry, anyway. Let's see. So many fucking hot profiles out there. So this is a collab between them, Mumford, Track Brewing. Really? And Dry and Bitter. Yeah. Dry and Bitter is from Denmark. Mumford is from LA. Sure is. Um, Track Brewing is England. So, there we go. Definitely hazy. You said it was a pale ale, not a IPA, right? De- de- def- definitely hazy there. <laughs> def- def- definitely hazy. Well, yeah, I mean, it says IPA on the thing, but that doesn't mean anything. Have you tried anything in the new hazy series uh, pertaining to he a... Ha- he has one in the fridge. Oh, you already drank it. He already had it. I have not had it. Yeah, I had it yesterday. How was it? It's cool. It's cute. So this is uh this one's loaded with uh, Citra Mosaic Sabro and Simcoe. Sabro, Sabro. I don't think I've ever had a Sabro hop. Sabro, Sabaro, Sabaro, Sabaro. Yeah, we're gonna go is to that... some. You just pair this shit with a yeah, fucking some, shitty ass pizza Italian hot. food. Yeah. <laughs> Sabaro is how is how you say shitty pizza in Italian. You know. Mm, says this mall is the best place to have pizza. Hmm, is there still it. a Sabaro open around here? I don't Ontario? know. Go to your local mall and find out. I mean, that or I an airport. Know. Airport would be another place to find Ontario one. Mills or some shit. Or Ontario. I don't airport. know. I try and stay away from malls. <laughs> I, I, only go, I only go there when the special lady friend is like. You only go the there mall? unless you have your Air 15. <laughs> what? To do open carry? Yeah. Walk around like a real tough ass in my cargo shorts and flip flops? Yes. Be like, hey, check out my AR-15. Well, get it right. It's Crocs, probably. Oh, whatever. And a cowboy hat. And a yeah. cowboy hat. Come on, dude. I like cargo. No, no. Camouflage swim trunks. No, no, no. Bass Pro Shop hat. Camouflage Crocs. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. I got a citrusy nose on this. Oh, no doubt about it. It's kind of weird to me. A lot of these hazies on the nose smell like cleaner, mm-hmm. like disinfectant sure. and shit like that. Sure, sure, sure. Tons of them do. And I'm just like, mm. like ooh, whoa. Yeah, it kind of smells like... Then you drink like, it and you're like, oh, all right. Yeah, it doesn't... But it has like that fucking pine solly, fucking Mr. Clean. I would say like it like reminds me of like yellow Powerade because that always like, to me, was how Mr. Clean tasted. How, many, how much drinking of uh, Mr. Clean have you done? I never done? did, but like that's just like what I imagined in my mind because like it always tasted like chemically to me that that yellow Powerade. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had yellow. That Powerade I got off of real quick. I think I had a few I times. I was never and I was super just like, into Powerade. And I was just like, man. I only liked it because 50 Cent bought into it. Did he? he made like a $400 million fortune on it. Did he? Yeah. He, he, bought, was... in, he bought in like super early. Ooh, yeah. And then he sold. Because Powerade's been around for a long time. Yeah. But it, no, it was like 20 years or something like oh, that. That's a pretty long time. Yeah. He, he bought in. How old is 50? My age? God, 44, he, 46. Damn, damn. Something like that. I forget how old he is. Was he always more of a producer then? No. He, was, he started out as a rapper. He was an underground rapper, and then he got signed okay. and all that. Okay. Uh, Nate, you're talking about vitamin water. Okay. Vitamin water. Because uh, I was no, just going to say, it was with vitamin water, too. And that's that's even later than Powerade. So what, was he with Powerade, too? No. Oh, no. okay. So I got it confused. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, fuck, he, dude. He, he nailed it with two drink companies? Yeah, but like vitamin water, he made like $400 million. Yeah, he made a lot on it. Off of that sale, dude. That's fucking nuts. Man, this is all right. Yeah. Nothing terribly discerning about it. I mean, it's a lot of... Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would drink the shit out of this. Yeah, what, uh, what, did I say what the percentage was? Seven, yeah, it was 7.3. I was just going to look at it. Man, this... uh, 8.1. Oh, wow. 7.3, 8.1. Wait. You're making the same Didn't the can say 7.3 Great right there? Great experiment yeah. volume what? Oh, oh. oh, shit. I read the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. great experiment volume four. Yeah, it says uh seven three. Here. Okay, so this is So forget everything you heard. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's grim. Yeah, it's grim and equilibrium. Three sons. Yeah. Equilibrium, three sons, and grim. And grim, yeah. So no Mumford on here. No Mumford on that one. I have another one that's Mumford. Um, hmm. It's a weird yeah, game with all these faces one, on there. These people look like they might be employees, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Weird. 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 I can't feel my face. I can't feel my I can't face. F- I can't feel my uh, desire. I can't feel my direction. Fuck. Grim's good. We had their. We had that one that Luke uh, gave to us. That like PB and J one. Mm-hmm. Would you like some more, Nathaniel? Yes, please. All right. Yeah. Pour it in there, pal. I like that. Mm. Throw it up in there, pal. Ooh, that's a drip. Thumb it in there, pal. <laughs> he is all about thumbs. Yeah, uh, I don't know about to rate, rate, rating these ones. I think I'm. Uh, I think I know what I'm doing. Do you we all know what something? the last one is. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that fucking, the chocolate. The cherry chocolate is the worst yeah. by far. That's probably in the bottom, like I said, five beers we've had. Yeah. 
yeah, if if it's not the bottom five, it's very close. Absolutely, was not very enjoyable. Oh well, we're gonna talk about this like in later episodes and be like, yeah, remember, be like, that, remember cherry that cherry chocolate, chocolate one we had? It's fucking terrible. The worst like one, like we did with the Spumante one that you. Oh god, I fucking hate that one. I so think much. I go. I got one coming. Up. I got two coming back from them. Oh really? Oh no. Yeah. I yeah, go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something fun with it. <laughs> Central standard. I'm gonna do like, no, I'm going to do like a little a different setup than what we normally do. Okay. I'll probably put the central standard brewing friend of a friend third. Just because I wanted a peach farmhouse ale and all I got was... This is a sour blonde. Sour, yeah. Um, and then I would probably put... Uh, the barrier... Hazy IPA or whatever you want to call it. Second. Because it's fine. It's good. And then I suppose I'll put the uh, Bourbon Barrel Age Imperial Stat 1. But uh, wasn't in love with anything today. I think I would go in the same order. I would drink that uh, uh, Stout again. At home? Yeah, I don't want to have to drive when I drink that thing. Oh, fuck no, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, like you said with the uh, Central Standard, I um, I wanted more of the peach. Yeah. I wanted to experience more of that. Me too. I would have been interested in like it being more dynamic in its flavor profile. I'm, I'm going to agree with the, the lineup here. Um, I would say I think I think the stout stood out for me. I think this is the first time we've ever had consensus. Yeah. I think we have before once or twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. But at I, least once. I think the stout stood out more. And I, I think I agree with the central standard. If if I got more of that peach, I probably even would have put that second. Sure. I would yeah. I, I probably would put it the first. The barrier was nice, but it's Yeah, but you like drinking that shit. Exactly. That, that's why I'm a little bit more diamond does than the hazies are to me, so when you yeah. do something I like this though. A little I mean, bit different. No, it was very good. It was drinkable. I could drink two or three of those. Yeah, no doubt. Except that it's eight point or what was it? Seven three. Seven three. It's I the uh, height of, of uh, Shabam or no Shabam. Uh, Shabazz. No, the beat. Oh, Sh- Hashim. Hashim. The Hashim beat. the beat. Sorry, obscure basketball reference. Connecticut. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I could probably drink at least one of those too, yeah, but no problem. it's just not distinct. I would, well, I would say it's it's a little bit more on the refreshing side for hazy to me. Yeah, then you know some of them drink real thick and acidic, and, acidic, yeah. and yeah, Ryan, as Ryan they warm up, they get harder to drink. This this one seems a little bit more friendly and palatable. Well, like last through. week's hazy was like almost. Like, I was like, how is this not a milkshake? Oh, dude, that thing was a beast. It was sweet. But yeah, um, well, find us on Instagram yeah. at Yeasty Boys Pod. Find us on uh, Apple iTunes and leave us a review. And uh, as usual, yeah, if Nate's uh, still alive, we'll see you next week. There's no guarantee now. <laughs>